Thank you for joining us here at Celebration Church, where we celebrate God, celebrate people, and celebrate life. We hope you enjoy today's message. Cool. How are we all doing this morning? It's great to see you all. As we um, have uh, been told this morning, it's, it's a shorter message, so um, they had to get the short guy to preach the shorter message. <laughs> Um, but also this guy who is the one that can probably just keep talking forever and ever. So um, my beautiful wife over here, Kez, um, is laughing because the challenge for me this morning is to, to give you a word within uh, the next 21 minutes and 40, 39, 38. So I'm just wasting time right there. So I'm excited to be able to, to, to come and share this word. This one you may, you, you can... You may be seated, love of my life, here at my feet. No. <laughs> don't run away. Don't run away. Last week, we, uh, uh, last Sunday, actually, we celebrated our 12th uh, anniversary. So, yes, give us applause. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna joker at the back here. It's gonna be a good morning. <laughs> but this morning, uh, I just my aim is to encourage you personally and us uh, corporately uh, to not give up, to keep moving forward, keep moving into the promises of God over your life, uh, which also includes your your family but also the life of us corporately as Celebration Church. So I want to encourage that this morning. Don't forget the promises of God on your life. Don't give up. Keep moving forward. This year we've been speaking on the theme of family, yeah, and have been learning about what it is to be a family to be, uh, and, and to what it takes to be a family, to, be, to raise our own families, but to be the family of God. And my intention that, that we, that you, that we'd raise families and be a family who encourages each other, to encourage each other, to remind each other of the promises of God, to remind each other to not give up, don't give up, but to keep moving forward. Let's pray this morning. Father, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for this moment. We thank you that you're here with us. And this morning that as I speak, Lord, may you speak in and through me. May you speak to our hearts. May our hearts be open this morning. May we be attentive to what your spirit is saying. May you encourage us and remind us. And Lord, in everything that we do, may we give you glory. In your mighty name we pray. And everybody says, Amen. Amen. It is always an, an honor to be, able to, to be able to share, and I'm always thankful for, our, for the opportunity that, that our pastors uh, give, give us to be able to share, and I don't want to take that, that lightly. I never want to take that lightly. So this morning as I was praying, remember, keep your hearts open this morning. It is a shorter message, but keep your hearts open this morning because I know that God wants to speak to us this morning. You know what? In a few weeks... Kez and, and myself and, and our family go on a holiday. Who loves holidays? Who loves holidays? Love holidays. So we will be heading up to the, the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. 
hopefully the weather is, is nice and we'll be staying and spending some time in, in a little town called Noosa Heads. And I hope that there's surf there as well uh, when I'm there. So I'll enjoy the beach and, and, and do that. But imagine if on our journey, we're actually flying, but imagine if in this scenario that we're driving and, you know, we get about halfway, we get about halfway and we decide, ah, near enough's good enough. Let's stay. I, I looked on the map, halfway's about around Port Macquarie. So staying, you know, <laughs> imagine going to Port Macquarie. We actually, a few of us are actually going to the state uh, conference in Port Macquarie in a couple of weeks as well, the week before I go to Noosa Heads. So imagine, yeah, we drove and we go, you know what, this is close enough. This will do. It's not where we're intending to go, but eh, near enough's good enough. Well, this morning we're going to look at a little story and we're going to look at the life of Terah, who was uh, the father of Abram or Abraham. And he intended to travel to one place, but actually stopped partway. And if we look at the screen, um, you'll see the, the scripture this morning in Genesis 11, 31 to 32. It says, Terah took his son Abram, his grandson Lot, son of Haran, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, the wife of his son Abram. And together they set out from Ur of the Chaldeans to go to Canaan. But when they came to Haran, they settled there. Terah lived 205 years and he died in Haran. Well, what such a positive story. How great is that? But it says, we see in the scripture that Terah had intended to travel from Ur to Canaan, but instead stopped partway in Haran. Now, who here likes uh, geography or history? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually like, who, who, who like, you know, when you, when you see a map when you're a kid, you go, uh, this is what I used to do with, uh, with my mum. She'd get the atlas out, the atlas when you didn't have to have maps on Google or whatever. And, and we'd have this game. She'd go, okay, where's this place? And then I'd, I'd have to kind of guess to see where it is and see how far away. Did anyone else do that? Not just me. Weird. Uh, oh, thanks, Paul. We can, do, we, can ha- we can start a new uh, community connect where we just play games and guess where places are. <laughs> but if we look on the screen, I've got a map for us. Um, we can see here just a little bit around approximately around where these places were, just to give you a little bit of context around. So Ur, which starts down here, is in around modern-day Iraq. That's where um, Terah and his son Abram and Lot started. Then they travelled to Haran, which is up the, the top there, which is modern-day uh, South Turkey and Syria. And then the intended destination was around Canaan, which was around, around here in Jerusalem, around there. So you can see where, it's a pretty big distance. You think, why did they go that way and not just straight across? But I suppose they were travelling along the river and there's probably food rather than travelling across a desert. So it makes sense. So, but the total journey from Ur to Canaan was around approximately around 1,900-odd kilometres. And from Ur to Haran was around 1,070, and Haran to Canaan was around 900. So it's a lot of walking, a lot of travelling. I don't know about you, that if you were going to walk, that's, that's, your legs would already be sore before you started, yeah? When you have kids and you've got to tra- take them like 200 metres, oh, Dad, my legs are tired. Oh, my goodness. And then you're all of a sudden carrying the kids for the rest of the distance. But I suppose 
what I wanted to take from this story, and, and that, just to give us a little bit of context where these were, but around Terra's, Terra and, and his um, family's lives. And in one of the um, Bible commentaries, this, the Matthew Poole's commentary speaks of Haran as in the way to Canaan or near to it. That near enough is good enough kind of mentality. And in verse 31 of that chapter 11, it tells us that Terra settled in Haran. Ask yourself these questions this morning. Have you settled? Have I settled? Is where I am right now because of I'm comfortable, it's easier, or convenient? Have we become complacent that this will, this will do? Mentality. As I said before, is where you are right now, the near enough is good enough thought. And I want to remind you that near enough is not good enough. What God has for you is so much more important than the near enough is good enough. And if you're here this morning and you feel that the promises of God over your life, you've kind of settled or, you know what, kind of given up and like, well, this is it, near enough is good enough. Well, I want to encourage you this morning that God has so much for you. God has so much for you. He wants to remind you of the promises of God over your life. But as I said before also, over Celebration Church, God has promises over us as a church family. And I want to encourage us this morning that near enough is not good enough. That doesn't mean that we can't be thankful for what, where we are now. It's a part of the journey. But what God has for us, let's not forget that. Let's not forget that this morning. When it said, um, and it also says in, in this commentary, that this word, this word called peradventure, that by terror's disease which he begun in Haran, as positive as it sounds, there he died. But let's look at this, this word peradventure. And in the dictionary, it, it, it describes this, it tells us the possibility of a particular outcome in an uncertain situation. I'll say that again, the possibility of a particular outcome in an uncertain situation. And some synonyms around this word peradventure, maybe, mayhap, perchance, perhaps, possibly, doubt, or uncertainty. So we see that Terah, on his journey from Ur to Canaan, stopped in this place, Haran, and it says, by peradventure, this, well, maybe, or doubt, I don't know what, what went on in his heart. We don't see the, the kind of internal wrestle that he had, or for whatever reason. Some commentaries say that when he was there because of old age or ailments or illnesses, that's why maybe one of the reasons. But there are always reasons why we could stop, yeah? Where God has a destination for us, there's always reasons to kind of stop or to give up, whether it's doubt or uncertainty, I don't know what you're going to do if I have to step out this way, yeah? So how often have you been stopped or even paralyzed by the maybe, the what if, or the fear and doubt that sometimes cripples us? I know it in my life, there are things that I have to wrestle with. And so when I'm speaking this morning, I'm speaking to my heart as well. I'm speaking, don't give up, keep moving forward. 
Don't let fear or doubt, don't let disappointments or hurts stop you from moving forward and to continue on to what God has for you. As I said before, this is not what God intends for us. God, God's intention for us is to be who he has called us to be and to fulfill through obedience the life he has called us to live. I'll say that again. This is not what God intends for us. God's intention for us is to be who, we are called, who he has called us to be and to be to fulfill through obedience the life he has called us to live. And if we go on from that key scripture in chapter 11 to chapter 12, verse 1 to 6, and on the screen you'll see it, it says, The Lord had said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you I will curse, and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went. As the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. He took his wife Sarah, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated, and the people they had acquired in Haran. And they set out for the land of Canaan, and they arrived there. Abram traveled through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Morah at Shechem. At, the, at that time, the Canaanites were in the land. I love that. God spoke a promise reminded him of the promise something that originated it doesn't say that God came to terror in a dream and, and, and spoke to him about going to this land but there was something in him that said I need to leave from this place and go from here and then God reminds Abram at that time well remember you're to go to here to this place called Canaan to the promised land this land that I'll bless you in and what did Abram do he went he went Imagine that. God speaks to you. I want you to go here. So you pack up everything and go. I know that there probably are some people here that have probably done that before. You've, for me, I've, I've lived in this area all my life. This is the only church I've ever been in. I am uh, getting older. I'm, I still think I'm young, um, but I am getting older and people like to remind me. Uh, but I've been here since I was a, a baby, since I was a baby. Now, I haven't grown much taller since I was a baby, but I've been here for a very long time. But Abram went. He was obedient. And it says he was 75 years old. Yes, they lived a, a little bit longer than what we do today. But let it be an encouragement for those that think, you know what, I'm too old for this. I don't know, God, I don't know if, it, you've, if you've, what you've got for me is still going to happen. God's not restricted by age. You can see that later on in, in Abram's life or Abraham when his name changed and he and his wife Sarah had a baby and they were, they were old and they had a baby. So God can do anything. So what do we do? How can we keep moving forward? What is, what is it that Abraham done that we should also do? And um, It says in Genesis 15 verse 6, Abram believed the Lord and he credited it to him as righteousness. Abraham believed. Point number one this morning, believe God. Do you believe him at his word? What God has spoken to you, do you believe it? Or is it something that's kind of way, way back in, in, the, in, um, in the back of the mind? Do you believe what God has spoken? Do you believe that he is faithful? 
Hebrews 10 verse 23 says, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. For he who promised is faithful. Do you believe that which God has spoken to you is faithful to all his promises? If you've forgotten it, let this scripture remind you and encourage you this morning that he who promises is faithful. Abraham or Abram believed that God was faithful to his promises. He had faith in God. Do you have faith in God? It's easy to say, I have faith in God. We can sing songs. We can say, yes, I have faith. But do we really have faith in God? Do you believe by faith what God has spoken over you? In Hebrews 11, verse 1 and 2, it says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. I love that part. This is what the ancients were commended for, people who lived by faith. Imagine our children, their children's children, and keep going on, and they can remember that their great-great-grandparents were faith-filled people who lived by faith. It said faith is confidence or the feeling or belief that one can. Do you feel like that this morning? That what we hope for and our assurance or the confidence or certainty about what we do not see, do you have a confidence in God about what he has promised over your life? Terror settled, Abraham believed. Because of his faith and obedience in God, he kept moving forward. And what? It was credited to him as righteousness. And we can see other examples of this. And they're on the screen in Romans 4.22. This is why it was credited to him as righteousness. Psalm 106.31. This was credited to him as righteousness for endless generations to come. Romans 4.3. What does Scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. And it also says in Galatians 3 verse 6 and James 2 verse 23. And there are actually more examples of that, of the same scripture reminding us of what Abraham did. He, he believed and it was credited to him as righteousness. Can that be us this morning, church? Can that be you this morning? Not just this morning, but each and every day. Point number two, what did Abraham do that we can do? Keep going. Terror settled, Abraham kept going. Scripture also encourages us to keep going, keep moving forward, and to finish the journey, not to stop in doubt or uncertainty, but to keep moving ahead. Hebrews 12, verse 1 to 3, it says, Therefore, and we know this scripture, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning and shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us. Let us not settle. Let us not stop. Let us not give up. Let us keep moving forward. And it says there, it shows us how 
by fixing our eyes on Jesus. Don't look at the things that are around you or the reasons that can stop you. Look up. Look ahead to what God has for you. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Lift your gaze heavenward. Let him remind you. Let the Father remind you this morning of what he has for you and what he's got for your life. Don't let fear or doubt or uncertainty stop you or paralyze you from keeping on going. But look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. If you're in a place where you're like, I feel like I'm in a place where near enough is good enough, fix your eyes on Jesus this morning. Fix your eyes on Jesus each and every day. If you have to remind yourself every day, do it. 1 Corinthians 9.24 says, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Imagine... 100-meter sprint at the Olympics. They're like, ready, set, go. And then halfway, someone's like, yeah, I'll, that'll do. That's near enough, good enough. I should, get a, I should get rewarded for this. I was going pretty good. I'm happy now. I don't think so. I don't think so. It's not near enough. It's not good enough. And you're not running in a way that you're going to get the award or the prize. But so often we can do that. That God, what God has for you. And some of us have gone from that stage of ready, set, go, I'm going. And for whatever reason, given up, bless you. <laughs> given up, settled. And be reminded this morning, let's not settle. Let's not give up. Let's keep moving forward. Let us not be paralyzed by fear or doubt or what if or what may be. Let us neither become complacent let us be like Abraham who understood the call and was obedient and kept moving forward toward the promises of God. Amen. Why don't we close our eyes? Why don't we all stand? I'm going to um, finish in prayer, and I think Pastor Joel's going to get up after this and um, speak about the next part of uh, today. But I just really want to just take this moment just to, to pray over you guys. And, 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 um, and as I said before, I believe there are some here that, that if for whatever reason, and I know what it's like, and, I can, and I've done it and I've been in that place as well, and I'm still learning how to keep my eyes fixed on Jesus no matter what the circumstances are around me because I know what God has for my life. He is faithful. He is faithful to what he has promised. So why don't we close our eyes this morning. Father, we just thank you for today. We thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you that your word encourages us. Your word brings, brings conviction. Your word brings correction. But your word brings life. And this morning we just ask that you would remind us of those promises that you've spoken over our lives. And if we've settled or we've thought that near enough is good enough, Lord, we, Lord, we ask for forgiveness. And Lord, we fix our eyes upon you and we run towards you. We keep moving forward. May we be a people that never give up. May we be a generation that never gives up and that we would show our children and from generations to come that to keep going, to keep moving forward no matter the circumstances. So Lord, may you remind of dreams. May you remind those of dreams that, that have been pushed to the side. May you bring that to remembrance. And Lord, we thank you for the promises of God that you have over our church. 
And Lord, collectively as a church family, may we be your people that run towards your promises, that put our hands to the plow, that believe by faith just like Abraham did. In your mighty name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. We hope you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to know more about our church, please go to celebrationchurch.com.au.